One year ago, Jake DeBrusque had made a public trade request, and we weren't sure when he would end his time as a Boston Bruin. Here on the second day of 2023, he's the hero in the Winter Classic at Fenway Park, scoring two goals in a game against the Pittsburgh Penguins and proving to be as pivotal as anybody to Boston's success this season. Let's talk about the Winter Classic and all its glory here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a special live episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, just minutes after the Winter Classic was won by Jake DeBrusque and the Boston Bruins. To begin, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts, and uh, 2023 is hopefully going to be an amazing year for the Bruins, so please do subscribe if you have not already, you can also find the podcast at uh, Locked NHL Bruins on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at ENC McLaren. Finally, please do subscribe to the Locked On Boston Bruins YouTube channel if you have not done so already. All right, trying a new thing here on uh, Locked On Boston Bruins this year. That's taking game notes. We're going to try to break down post-game reactions into three main categories. Essential takeaways, uh, the Big Bear, which is a carryover, as well as the money quote uh, post-game. Just what Montgomery or one of the players is saying that really stood out. At first, my takeaway was, you know, outdoor hockey, not necessarily that great right the first couple periods you know a bit lackluster uh lacking in drama lacking in high event hockey (laughs) and you know the pros of the winter classic of course are the spectacle uh increasingly kind of the social media vibes those viral moments the bruins arriving in full Boston Red Sox gear was pretty awesome. Building on the Lake Tahoe 90s vibes, which I kind of resonated with a bit more. Uh, Just, you know, not being a huge Red Sox fan, obviously. Uh, It's cool to see some personality pop out among these players as well. Uh, You saw the guys playing wiffle ball before the game and just skating with their families yesterday. And uh, that was really cool. The cons, the ice isn't, wasn't great, low event hockey, and the Bruins early on were trying to make those extra passes that prevented them from uh, hitting the back of the net until, of course, the third period where our boy Jake DeBrusque hit the back of the net twice, leading the Bruins to a 2-1 win over 
Pittsburgh Penguins. Now, Tristan Jari, who was the uh, starting goaltender for the Pittsburgh Penguins, was forced to leave in the first period with an apparent injury. Casey DeSmith came in and closed the door on the Bruins for a large part of the game until our boy Jake DeBrusque was able to tap it in from in close off a Brad Marchand attempt at 7.46 of the third period. And then at the 17.36 mark, he scored once again, similar goal, this time assisted by Taylor Hall and David Krejci. Uh, My boy, uh, Impossible Pie, asking, didn't DeBrusque get the game winner at Notre Dame as well? Uh, Looking back, I think it was actually Sean Corrali who got the game winner there. Scoring early, uh, midway through the third period from Chris Wagner and Matt Grizzlick. Brad Marchand adding an empty net goal in that one. So Jake DeBrusque, huge in this one. And my essential takeaway from this game is that he is the game breaker that people want the Bruins to acquire at the trade deadline as they look to make good on this very real opportunity to win the Stanley Cup in 2023. I've seen, I've said it before on the podcast, you've seen people looking for the Bruins to trade for a Jonathan Taves or a Patrick Kane, uh, Max Domi, perhaps a lot of these Chicago Blackhawks cast-offs. Bo Horvat's a guy that I would love. He's a guy that would be expensive and someone to keep for long term but if you're looking for like a rental someone to play a game breaker role you don't need to grab that right now you have that in jake debrusque and he is as important to the bruins this season as anybody in terms of you know you know who the star players are going to be on any given night you know that David Pasternak is going to bring it. You know that Patrice Bergeron is going to be solid. You know that Brad Marchand increasingly is getting back to his regular self post hip surgery. Jake DeBrus is that X factor. He's that game breaker. And right now, he ranks second on the team in goals this season, adding his 15th and 16th here today to surpass Patrice Bergeron for second in scoring behind David Pasternak's 25. He's on pace for a career year in terms of goals. He's likely going to eclipse 30 for the first time in his career, likely going to eclipse 30 assists. He's shipping in that way as well. And Boston's top six right now is really a top seven because we saw – The lines being shuffled today where to get things going, you had uh, Marchand, Bergeron, Pasternak, and then Hall, Krejci, DeBrusque as the second line. Pavel Zaka coming out. You had that flexibility with Zaka and Coyle. But Jake DeBrusque is playing the best hockey of his career. He's playing consistent hockey. He's been arguably the Bruins' best forward for the last two, three weeks. And he's the kind of guy that you trade for at the deadline in an attempt to inject some energy into the lineup. Uh, 
impossible pie here saying more grinders needed on the third or fourth line. If anything at the deadline, I agree. I think maybe not grinders per se, but you need to figure out what the bottom six is going to look like aside from coil hall or Zaka uh, Felino. No sick Frederick. Uh, is it Greer Smith? Somebody else. Uh, I uh, personally would like to see an upgrade over either Greer or um, Smith on the third line or fourth line at the deadline. We're two months and one day away from the trade deadline. What we know for sure is that Jake DeBrusque is money for the Bruins right now, and there's no need to really break the bank for a forward at the trade deadline. Coming up after the break, we are going to discuss the big bear of the night. See if there are any money quotes out there yet. I'm not sure if the players are talking quite yet as they soak up the atmosphere post game. But first, this episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is unbelievable. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you can absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Basically, all the things that we need to uh, live healthy, holistic lives. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues, ended up on a complicated supplement routine to recover, cost about $100 a day, which is insane. Created Athletic Greens after experiencing how difficult it was to create an optimal nutrition routine on your own. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, let's get back to the winter classic. And there's no doubt that Jake DeBrusque was the star of the game. And he's been, again, the Bruins one, two, at least top three forward for the past couple of weeks. Starred in this one, two goals on a team high, five shots on goal. That was tied with Taylor Hall for the team lead. When it comes to the big bear of the game, though, I'm going to give it to a guy who helped keep the Bruins in this one when they were a bit lackluster out of the gate. And that's been a theme over the last several games. Linus Olmark made 26 saves on 27 shots for a 9.63 save percentage. He improved his season record to 21-1-1. How is that possible? How does a goalie in today's NHL have a record of 21-1-1? Uh, it's insane. And he improved upon his record 
save percentage of 938 coming into this one. It's just insane. Over the last uh, five games, he's posted save percentages of 963, 968, 925, 923, and 933. If you were fortunate enough to pick up Linus Olmark on your fantasy squad early this season, you are laughing because it's the kind of performance that wins fantasy leagues. It's the kind of performance that wins regular season games. And it's the kind of performance that wins Stanley Cup championships. Linus Allmark has been, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. Is it too early to put Linus Allmark in Hart Trophy conversations? Certainly in the Vesna conversation, like without question, if the awards were voted on today, he'd be a finalist, if not the winner. Hart uh, Trophy has to be a consideration. His numbers are going to regress a bit. He's not going to maintain this winning percentage all season long, but I mean, um, you have to think he will be in the most valuable player conversation if he remains this dominant. Yes, it's a team sport. It's a uh, a team effort. It's very difficult for a goaltender to win the Hart Trophy in today's NHL. Having said that, I mean, you can't discount the performance that he's put in for the Boston Bruins so far this season. So he's the big bear. And I mean, it's something that I could honestly give him every game uh, these days based on his performance. Overall, it was a pretty even game uh, in all situations. Shot attempts were 56, 55 in favor of the Bruins. Shots were 29, 27. Scoring chances, 27, 23. Uh, High danger chances is where things really started to tilt. 14, 5 in favor of the Bruins. And they certainly came alive, poured it on in the third period. 2.4 to 1.68, the expected goals in all situations. Um, and, uh, yeah, the Bruins improving their season record to 29, four and four. They are now 10 points clear of the Toronto Maple Leafs for first in the Atlantic division. And, uh, it's going to take a lot for the Bruins to be caught in the Atlantic division, much less the Eastern conference and the NHL. Carolina Hurricanes, however, are moving up. That reminds me on tomorrow's podcast, that would be Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we do the Atlantic Division Power Rankings because we are now in the 2023 half of the schedule. I'm going to expand that to the Eastern Conference, take a look at the entire Eastern Conference playoff picture because there's starting to be some separation between the playoff teams and non-playoff teams. And... If the Bruins are going to stay in first place, you have to keep an eye on the wild card because chances are the Bruins could play a Metropolitan team in the first round of the postseason. So, Big Bear, Linus Allmark, essential takeaway from this one is that Jake DeBrusque is the game breaker. People think the Bruins need to add at the deadline to contend. 
And uh, not seeing any money quotes coming out just yet. I'm sure uh, the Bruins will have a lot to say and we'll, of course, uh, touch on the Winter Classic again on tomorrow's podcast. All right, another quick break before we wrap up here today. I want to thank you once again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available on Apple, Spotify, Pocket Casts, YouTube. For your second listen, check out the new Locked On NHL Prospects podcast, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft. A lot about the World Juniors going on as well, uh, which we'll touch on tomorrow with respect to the guys representing their home countries who are Bruins prospects. That's Locked On NHL Prospects, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. All right, the Winter Classic has come and gone. I hope everybody who was fortunate enough to be in attendance had a great experience. So many cool uh, shots on Twitter, Instagram that uh, I was able to enjoy today. A bit of FOMO, uh, missing out on that. Wished I could have been there, but alas, um, here we are in Guelph, Ontario, Canada, watching from afar and jumping on here. How's this for the money quote? Nick Foligno on Linus Allmark via Connor Ryan. He is insane. And there's no doubt about it. He is insane right now. Thought he would be good for the Bruins after posting pretty good save percentages with the Buffalo Sabres in his final two seasons there. Talked a lot last year about how difficult it is to move to a new city, a new system, a new um, home, teammates. He has settled in to Boston. He has become the kind of goalie that we've seen in black and gold for a long, long time in Tim Thomas, then Tuka Rask. And uh, I'm not saying he's on their level, but the way he's playing right now is as good as we've seen from those two guys in their careers with the Boston Bruins. And hopefully um, we can see him replicate these numbers when it matters most in the postseason. Now the Bruins are actually off for the next couple of days as they prepare for a West Coast California road trip. They'll take on the Kings in LA on Thursday, the Sharks in San Jose on Saturday, both 10.30 p.m. starts. Uh, highly, uh, chances of me staying up that late are, are, are not uh, not high, but if you're planning to, then you are a true black and gold fan. And then on Sunday, there'll be an Anaheim to take on the Ducks at 8.30 p.m. start. So between today and January 11th, only three games on tap. Uh, they'll have three days to adjust from California time back to Boston time. And then they'll play Seattle, Toronto, and Philadelphia on a three-game homestand. Now, you don't want to miss any Bruins action in 2023. You don't want to miss the podcast either. So please do subscribe if you haven't already. 
Locked On Boston Bruins on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. You got to hit up both. And um, yeah, I can't say it was um, the most entertaining hockey game, but it ended well for the Boston Bruins. And uh, again, huge shout out to Jake DeBrusque for providing the offense. Linus Allmark for locking things down and uh, just seeing he said after the game to Sofia Yerstevich on Nesson, he could talk on and on about this team and how happy they are together. You really get those vibes from the Bruins. They are a close-knit group. They are a very talented group. They have one of the best leadership groups in the NHL. And, man, it's really getting to the point where I'm going to be sad if they do not win this season because it all seems to be lining up for a happy ending for this group. And, uh, I mean, it's not a stretch to say they're the best team in the NHL. It's it's just facts at this point in the season. All right, thanks for jumping on. Thank you for, uh, yeah, all the support through – 2022 and now as we begin the new year be back tomorrow with uh follow up from today's game as well as the atlantic or eastern conference power rankings this has been the locked on boston ruins podcast part of the locked on podcast network your favorite team every single day take care friends